0: From the front lines of the Green Rush. This is Green Entrepreneur, where business owners talk about how they found success in cannabis and how you can too. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Green Entrepreneur podcast. My name is Jonathan Small. I'm the editor-in-chief of Green Entrepreneur. We have a great guest today. Caitlin Krebs joins us. Caitlin is the co-founder and CEO of Nalu Bio, which is a biopharmaceutical firm focused on designing synthetic CBD. Established in 2019, Nalu Bio's proprietary platform is unique in that their CBD is not hemp-based, but instead it uses known chemistries and existing materials to produce high-quality, low-cost, and predictable ingredients for CBD. So to talk to us about this new and exciting invention of synthetic CBD, Caitlin Krebs is here. Welcome, Caitlin, to the program.
1: Thank you, John. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here.
0: So give us a little background about your, yourself, how you got into this world and um, why you, you turned to the CBD side of things.
1: Sure. So uh, I was born and raised on the big island of Hawaii. So cannabis and CBD are not new to me. But I've spent the last 20 years of my career in the biotech and life sciences industry. And about two years ago, a friend, mentor of mine, Phyllis Whiteley, called me up. I was at a cancer company at the time and said, Caitlin, do you know what CBD is? Then I said, yes, Phyllis, I know what CBD is. And we started chatting. And as scientists and biologists, there's this boom of CBD out there on the market. And people are claiming it cures you know pain and Alzheimer's and cancer. But we were looking for the data. Where's the data? And so another venture partner of hers still as Randall Usry, had worked with farmers up in Humboldt County. He had been in West Virginia and see the opioid overdose and crisis. And we started thinking about, you know how could we use this incredible molecule, CBD, and provide the science and data needed to really support? Efficacy and safety of CBD.
0: Right. Well, first of all, explain what synthetic CBD is. Like, just give us a, a, a lowdown, a layman's lowdown.
1: <laughs> sure. So, synthetic CBD is basically we are we are learning from nature and designing through chemistry. So, we're recreating what exists in nature, CBD in the hemp plant. We're recreating that in the laboratory, and we call that. Synthetic CBD, we also call it organic synthesis, as in organic chemistry. So we're actually using chemistry to create the exact same molecule CBD in the lab.
0: And why? What are the advantages of creating in the lab as opposed to growing it as a crop?
1: So there are many advantages to doing it in the lab. I would say the number one advantage is you get the same thing every time you develop it. So there's no variability. So every time you go through the chemical synthesis process to create CBD, it's the same thing every time. And we know with plants, there's so much variety, right? There's variety in the soil, in the seeds, in the extraction process, in the quality. And so by creating CBD in the lab, it's high quality, it's consistent, you get the same thing every time.
0: So this is not the first time that an ingredient has been created in a lab. Right. I mean, this is this has been going on for decades and and ever since labs were around. I mean, aspirin and these kinds of things have been recreated in a lab that that started off as natural.
1: That's exactly right. And so that's what we're leveraging. We're leveraging the history that most drugs, whether it's a biotech drug, whether it's a pharmaceutical drug, they start off in nature. We find them, we discover them in nature. And then we realize that it's really expensive and difficult to get just a little bit of that ingredient out of whatever it is that you're, you're extracting it from or you're taking it out of. Like aspirin is a great example. It came from the willow tree and willow bark 150 years ago. And then a chemist realized that he could make it in the laboratory. And now, you know, it's the number one prescribed drug by Bayer in the world. And it's very simple. You know, you're basically taking chemicals, you're adding them together and you're creating new molecules. And we see that not only in the pharmaceutical industry, but as we talk about ingredients, also in the ingredient industry, all the letter vitamins, A, B, C, D, E, they came originally from plants and now they're made in the laboratory and they're consistent and they're high quality and they're cost effective. So that's the other piece, being able to create something cost effective.
0: So if I'm listening to this interview and I'm maybe in a hemp farm somewhere in Kentucky, What's to make me think that you are not scary and the devil, <laughs> you know, because, you know, these guys are doing it. They're growing these crops and it's very labor intensive. Tell me a little bit about, you know, are you, are we going to put these people out of business or what, what's going on with synthetic CBD?
1: Sure. I mean, I believe like aspirin, eventually CBD will be generated synthetically and we can scale it and we can do it cost effectively. That's not to say that there isn't a place in every market for different ingredients synthesized in different ways. And so we believe that for large consumer packaged good companies, you know, the Walgreens, the Sephoras of the world, we can create the CBD ingredient for their product. There will still be a need for hemp-based CBD that's plant-based. People will want natural or organic. And time will tell who the largest kind of a producer of CBD is, but we're pretty bullish on a, a synthetic approach.
0: Right now, you're just focused on CBD, right? There's other because there's other cannabinoids in the cannabis plant or in the hemp plant. But right now, you're just focused on CBD. Do you, have you seen any work more like on the THC or the CBN creating that synthetically? Is that something that you have your sights on?
1: So we are focused on CBD right now, but we are focused on the other minor cannabinoids as well. So we don't want to touch THC, not part of our mission. That's a
0: whole. Why is that? Just because it's a whole other thing.
1: It's a whole other kind of industry group of consumers, users. We believe in CBD and and the minor cannabinoids are very interesting. And what we can do with a synthetic platform, we can create CBD, but then you can change the molecule and you can create CBN and CBG and CBC. So it's really a platform to create chemical cannabinoids or synthetically derived cannabinoids. So we are interested in the other minor cannabinoids, but we're starting off, you know, there's a large, obviously there's a large market for CBD and we, we can also, one of the interesting things about uh, synthesizing cannabinoids is you can systematically put them together and add them, an additive effect, and look at the efficacy. So we can either confirm or deny, you know, the entourage and some of these other things that are out there that really have enough data to back them up.
0: Some people might hear the word synthetic, and you're not even using the word synthetic because I know it, it has bad connotations, right? And they might think, well, this is not natural. This is not, you know, and you use the word organic. So I know that you are, it is organic. But how do we convince the consumers that even though it was made in a lab, it still has all the sort of health benefits that the plant does, you know, the natural plant?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that's one of the, the myths that synthetic CBD is different. And it's the exact same molecule. So, you know, if you look at this CBD coming out of a plant, same number of carbon atoms, same number of hydrogen, same number of oxygen, it's exactly the same. And so what we consumers, in fact, there was a really interesting study done in California on 1,500 cannabis and CBD users, and consumers care about quality, number one, they care about price, number two, and medical benefit, and organic is like number nine on the list. And so people want to make sure that there are no pesticides or no heavy metals. You know, if you're looking just for CBD, no THC. And so like letter vitamins, right? Consumers may prefer natural, but when they look at it, they prefer quality, price, and and effort. There's this emotional connection with the plant and that it's natural and organic. But when it comes down to what consumers buy and purchase, again, you know, quality and price. And if it works, wins out not just in CBD, but in any, in any category that you're buying products in, right? You want the same, you know, you go to Starbucks because you get the same coffee every time you expect it. Similar to your CBD, you're going to want the same thing every time. People always think that plants are more sustainable and it's four to five months to grow the hemp, 20 pounds of hemp for a kilo of CBD, 38 gallons of water per acre. I mean, I think people don't recognize the actual tax on the environment of creating CBD from plants. so That's the other thing. So I will argue that synthetic will be more sustainable because we have energy, land, and water use.
0: We'll be right back. But first, a message from our sponsor, Belay. So what would you do with an extra 15 hours every week to get stuff done? Well, that's where Belay comes into play. Belay is an innovative staffing solution which offers virtual assistants, bookkeepers, and social media strategists for growing organizations. Man, I could use Belay. You can reclaim 15 hours every week by just delegating five tasks. Like for example, somebody answer your emails, somebody to do scheduling, book your travel, plan meetings, do expense reporting. Belay does all of that stuff for you. They have successfully matched thousands of businesses with part-time virtual assistants, bookkeepers, and social media strategists. To work with Belay to help you accomplish more and juggle a lot less, go to belaysolutions.com backslash green. That's belaysolutions.com backslash green today. Don't delay. So where are you right now in the process of this? Are you one of the only companies, labs, working in the synthetic CBD space? Are there a lot of competitors? Talk, talk to me a little bit about the marketplace for this.
1: Sure. So there's kind of three buckets, right? There's CBD from hemp, plant-derived. Then there's another category called biosynthesis. And so those are typically biotech executives and entrepreneurs who are genetically modified yeast or E. coli to generate CBD. And as someone coming out of the biotech industry, I think that approach is, is great for really complex drugs, large molecules, but CBD is actually a really small molecule. So making it chemically is a lot easier than putting it into yeast, or coli, fermenting it like beer or wine, extracting it. It's a capital intensive, it's time intensive. There are a couple players in the synthetic space. They tend to be larger chemical companies but they're not focused on optimizing or innovating existing starting materials that are cost-effective to scale CBD. And that's really what differentiates us. It's the chemistry that we've developed. That's very straightforward and cost-effective. So we're, we're kind of a new category. We're developing a new category for CBD. Yeah.
0: That's exciting. So when is the CBD that you are creating going to be available in the marketplace?
1: So by the end of this year, we'll be selling CBD to our customers. So we're right now in the scale-up process. So going from kind of R&D phase to commercial manufacturing to commercialization.
0: And will you be white labeling it as far as like, are you, you said, you mentioned you're working with some of the big, the big stores like Walgreens, et cetera. How does it work? Do they take your product and then put their label on it? Or do you, will you have your own label, your own brand or?
1: So we're focused on kind of a B2B business. So we're the ingredient company, you know, we're the specialty chemical ingredient company selling to any brand manufacturer, whether it's small CBD brands or large CBD brands who want quality and consistency in their products and can trust what they're putting into it.
0: Right. And it, for entrepreneurs listening to this now, I mean, you probably never imagined that you'd be in the CBD space, right? Like five, 10 years ago.
1: Absolutely. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and what was it? What do you think the opportunities are for people maybe with your skill set or other skill sets in CBD? I mean, is it is it very much like aspirin was 10 years ago? I don't know, whatever. I don't know what the good analogy would be here, but is it is it similar to other industries where people kind of got in from, from sort of ma- more mainstream and then they kind of got in now?
1: Absolutely. I mean, one of the things that I've seen, so, you know, our company, our team looks very different in this space in comparison to, you know, our backgrounds, our drug development, our backgrounds, are biologists, we're chemists, we're scientists, we, are, we come out of uh, consumer packaged goods. We're very different, but it's interesting having coming into this space, I have a lot of tech entrepreneurs coming into it, right? Looking at software and technology and how to kind of streamline the extraction process and purchasing and distribution. But what I see the next kind of era of professionals are those that really bring the scientific expertise to do this. And that's where I think chemists, we have chemists and we have experts in cannabinoids talking in our in our company. That cannabis entrepreneurs, that doesn't happen very often. So I think chemists who are intre- interested in a biologist, those that really love the challenge of proving the biology, I mean, that's that's really what we're about. We're data-driven and science-driven.
0: Right, that's terrific. Now, you mentioned before we got on the air that you are a CrossFitter. And I'm wondering if, if you if you personally use CBD in your own life, like for pain or for whatever, for health, wellness, reasons.
1: I do. I'm very careful and I always go to the website and I read the COA certificate of analysis and I make sure that there are no heavy metals, no pesticides, that it's consistent. I primarily use it for sleep. That's one. I also use it just as a, you know, kind of relaxation on the weekend. So I'm a big believer in it. In fact, if you look at the potential efficacy for CBD There are like 150 different. I call them, you know, therapeutic areas, but disease areas where CBD has some limited data. I've been in cardiovascular disease, diabetes, cancer, Alzheimer's. I haven't seen any other ingredient or drug potential that has that many applications, and that's what's super exciting. And there's this whole endocannabinoid system that no one knows about. You know, I talk to people, and they're like, "I didn't know I have an endocannabinoid system." You know, I know I have an immune system. So there's so much potential in CBD that, that excites me. That's really why I'm in the space.
0: Yeah, it really is an exciting space to be in. And I'm just hoping that there will be more research and data because I know that hopefully the farm bill opens up things a bit, but I know that we've been limited in the amount of actual hard research that we have about CBD. And yet, well, most of the research we have has been so positive. Is your company, given your sort of genes in, in science planning on doing some more research into the space or funding research or just kind of getting more involved in that, that part of the space?
1: Absolutely. So, you know, when we put products out on the market, we want to show that there's a biological effect of it so that it's the same molecule CBD coming out of the plant and it has those kind of downstream biological effects on the endocannabinoid system, on our cells and ultimately proving out the efficacy of it. That's definitely part of our mission. And we, we believe that as we preach kind of the importance of that, others will follow as well. Again, elevating what can be snake oil, right? People take this, oh, it doesn't work. I, you know, I didn't feel an effect. And there are many reasons, quality dosing um, and just the actual area in which they're using it. So I'm hoping that more of the community will put an emphasis on quality, consistency and, and data.
0: So when that day comes that people will be able to buy synthetic CBD, you mentioned, you know, looking up the certificate of analysis. How do they make sure that even the synthetic CBD they're buying is not snake oil, that it's pure? What would you recommend, and what are you doing to ensure that that is the case?
1: I mean, we'll we'll generate the data to show that, right? So we'll be able to show that it's, again, the same molecule, that it's pure, that it's consistent. That is, as you say, that's our DNA. And that's who we are. We'll ensure and quality. And, you know, similar to a COA, we'll make that very evident in our website, you know, in our materials that it's quality, it's pure, it's consistent. And there's the, the interesting thing about making it in the lab is there's no opportunity for heavy metals to get into it there's no opportunity for pesticides that's not even in the realm of possibility because you're not dealing with those as you're as you're manufacturing
0: well there you have it synthetic cbd it's not what everybody it's not some scary thing <laughs> it's legit <laughs> and effective and cost effective caitlin thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today about this exciting new
1: thank you john i really appreciate it
0: Thank you for listening to the Green Entrepreneur podcast. To find out more about Green Entrepreneur, you can go to greenentrepreneur.com. Check out our magazine on newsstands everywhere. Check out our Instagram at Green Entrepreneur. We're also on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and all other social media feeds. If you like this podcast and you'd like to hear more from me, Jonathan Small, check out my other podcast, Write About Now, that's W-R-I-T-E, to get some in-depth interviews into the lives and stories of successful writers, how they got there, what they learned, and what you need to succeed. That's writeaboutnowmedia.com. Until next episode, we'll THC you later.